Hey there, ProSide small group leaders. Thank you for joining us for another small group leaders podcast where we help you prepare to lead your small group. And uh, I'm here with Pastor Alfredo Canencia. Hey, how's it, Pastor Billy? Good to see you, Coach. <laughs> yes. And uh, I just want to just say thank you to all of you leaders who helped us. Uh, first of all, have a great Easter weekend at oh, all of our yes, sites awesome. and services. You know, we, we saw a tremendous, you know, bump of our guests and That's friends right. coming yes. to church. And, you know, one thing I took away from that really is we need to continue to create more jars, small groups, Amen. to help shepherd uh, the people that God is sending us. Because, you know, we don't advertise, we don't put it out there, but yet God is sending people. Praise and God. so, you know, one of the burdens on my heart is to make sure that we can take care of the people that God sends us. And mm. so, small group leaders, you are on the front lines doing that. That's and right. um, let's be continuing to lead, but also raise up other leaders who can lead because we need more pockets. We need more jars of small groups to contain the harvest that I believe God wants to send. So thank you. You guys are awesome. And uh, one quick note, please reminder, uh, friendly reminder to turn in your small group counts every week. Oh yes, we week. all need to be reminded. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's not just about the numbers. It, it helps us as the staff and That's leaders right. to kind of see where we're at and also to, to project for the future, for growth, and to make sure, again, that we're taking care of the people uh, that God is sending us. And so, you know, I count my kids every night when we go to bed and make sure I got one, two, three right. um, as a good father. I want to make sure, you know, two out of three is not good enough, right? I need all three of them safe at home. And, you know, we want to make sure we're counting the people that God's given us uh, so that we can make sure we're shepherding, not just them, but the people that God wants to send to us. So anyway, on that note, we'll dive into this week's small group guide. Um, You know, we are continuing our series, Blessed. And again, just a reminder that the reason why we're in this series is that, you know, we believe God wants to bring revival and awakening to this earth. Uh, But one of the important hallmarks of any historic revival is a rebirth or a revival of radical obedience, Mm. radical obedience to God's word, that the Christians start living Christianly in the world. And and so we need to be reminded from time to time. And Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, shows us what it looks like to live as a Christian. Uh, what What is the constitution of a child of God and the kingdom of God? And that's what the Sermon on the Mount shows us. And so we've been going systematically through the Sermon on the Mount to really unpack what does Jesus mean when he says uh, what, what blessing is and how are we to live that out in this world? And as we do, we can bring revival, the kingdom of God, into our lives, but also to the world around us. So this week we're continuing that thought, and we're looking at the topic of uh, integrity. Uh, keeping our word, being honest and truthful. How many of you know in this day and age, we need that more and more? I mean, fake news is everywhere. Now we don't know if AI is lying to us on the internet. We just don't know what's true anymore. And I think this really opens the door for the church to shine, that, hey, we're honest, we're real, we're transparent, and uh, it shines a powerful light for the gospel. And so, you know, as you listen to the weekend sermon and and the main thoughts and scriptures above, you know, what stands out to you? Um, but in truth... Being honest and and and, and integrous yeah. is should be a hallmark of a Christian. That's right. You know, we shouldn't need to swear swear to God or swear to the yes. temple, as Jesus said. We shouldn't need to take yeah. oaths because people take us at our word because we live with integrity. And I think that's really uh, what Jesus was saying here. But, Coach, you know what 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 has the Lord been highlighting to you as we've been yeah, reflecting? Yeah, you know, on this? as I was reflecting on the this discussion guide, I realized we have, you know, we come into. Um, contact with people all the time who's giving us maybe promises or yeah. you know vows they said they'll do this they'll do that and i remember a story of a guy who you know um you know he's a he's a politician and a good-hearted guy but you know he made a promise that he was going to get some basketballs for our, uh, a basketball clinic that i was opening up at that time in pro city and i remember on the day of the clinic we were waiting for the balls and uh <laughs> There was no balls that came, and so I remember trying to call him and text him and his assistant. No one got back to me to no avail, 
And uh, it really, it really kind of, uh, you know, it hurt me, but it hurt the kids, especially. Oh, because I was, you know, giving this guy some props that he's going to bring the balls. And, and uh, you know, he never, ever admitted or talked to me about that. I remember I, I had to deal with some forgiveness, make sure yeah. I forgive him. But I realized uh, he couldn't be trusted. Yeah. And I think as Christians... We have to make sure that we let our yeses be yes and yep. our noes be noes because people are looking at our lives. We're like an open book to them. Yeah. And again, of course, we're not perfect, but we have to owe up to what we, maybe if we give our word, yep. because our word is our bond. You know, the sad thing is, you know, just, just in one experience with this certain politician, right. you'll never trust them again. <laughs> never. <laughs> you know, and, you know, that's just reality, right? And, and you know, we, you know, they say that we are the only Jesus people will ever see. That's you right. Know, we are Jesus in the flesh as Christians. And, and uh, if we break our word, if we're not honest and truthful or we don't live a life of integrity, people aren't going to trust us. Yeah, that's right. And furthermore, what makes us even worse is they're not going to trust our message yes. when we tell them, Hey, you need to come to church and believe right. in this Jesus. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust minor, you. Yeah, their mind is stuck on the on the promise you gave and you didn't deliver. That's yeah, right. Yeah. And and so you know when Jesus you know shares this, you know he said you've heard it said you should not swear falsely, mm. right? Now I, all of us would agree. Yeah, don't say things that you don't mean. Don't lie. Right. But he takes it a step further. He's saying don't even take an oath, right? Or make a promise on the temple or, or God or all these kinds of things. Just. Be an honest person. Let right. your yes be yes and your no be no. Live in such a way that you shouldn't even have to yes. make promises and all this kind of stuff. Just just do it. Right. Be a person that people take it their, at their word. And, and, and again, because we represent Jesus. And if we're not honest and trustworthy as people, then why would they trust our God right, right. or our gospel or yes. our message? And uh, it's just so sad. You know, as I was thinking about this, you know, what really saddens me is when I hear, you know, people say, oh, that person goes to your church. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I did business with that oh. person. And, yes. Right? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Or, oh, you, you, that person goes to your church because I work for that person. Right, right. You know, and uh, hopefully you, you, you don't know who I'm talking about. But you know what I mean? And, and just like, I didn't know they were a Christian. Right. And I get it. Look, there's no judgment here. Yeah. You know, none of us are perfect at this. But we should be the type of people who are like, see, I knew there was something about you. Right. I knew you, there's something good about you because you, you're an honest person. Yes. Oh, I see. It's that church thing. That's why you're a good person. You know. And um, but sadly, it's the opposite. You know, I always quote this study, but uh, um, you know, I think it was Barna that did a study that said seven out of ten people that don't believe in God claim the hypocrisy as Christians right. yeah. for their number one reason why they don't believe in God, and that's just sad. Yeah, and and right. I think and I think that's why Jesus says this in the Sermon on the Mount, that we got to be honest and integrous or our gospel's not going to hold any water. And people aren't going to believe in Jesus because of us. Right. And I think that's tragic. Yes. And, I, you know, I, I like the fact that, you know, we all are flawed. We mm -hmm. make mistakes. Absolutely. But we can owe up to it. You know, we can make a phone call or apologize or ask for forgiveness. I know a, a story of a father who uh, would always promise his kids that, you know, they, they were going to do something special. And then on that particular day and that time, his 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 friends would call him and, and he wants to hang out with the boys. So then he has to kind of, you know, change his plans and, and, and kind of let his kids down, so to speak, and for the sake of his friends. And mm. he realized after a while, his kids, they, when he would say, let's go do this, let's, they just, ah, they didn't really believe mm. what dad was saying. And, and I think a lot of times yeah. uh, when we're dealing with people, it's like that. If we don't keep our word, what happened, our credibility and our trust, because it's yeah. all about trust it in is. relationships. It's, it's really at, at a low level and then let alone try to preach the gospel to them 
man, it's we're actually creating more barriers yep. for them from coming to Jesus. Oh yeah, and yeah. then you think you know, in the in the case of that parent, right? Yeah. Oh, kids, you need to go to church. You need right, to believe right. in Jesus. Why? Yeah. I can't trust you, yes. right? And you know, we wonder why. Oftentimes, sadly, it's kids that have grown up in a Christian yeah. home that, that that end up backsliding when they leave the home, right? And maybe it's because they saw the hypocrisy. In us, and so you know, listen. Don't don't hear this as you know. I think I'm perfect, or any of us think yeah. we're perfect. We yeah. all struggle with That's this. That's right. But this is a, a friendly reminder yes. uh, from the Word that hey, we gotta we gotta work on this. Right. You know, in my sermon, I, I I gave three points. You know, why oh, why yes. don't we live with integrity? You know, I, I've been I was really thinking about why why don't we live with integrity? And I I realize Scripture shows us three things. Number one, we live in the flesh, mm. right? We're just selfish people, right? Yeah. You know, when I don't keep my word or when I back out on a commitment, it's usually because I'm I'm selfish. You know what I mean? I, I just want to please my flesh. Um, and so we live in the flesh. That's one of the reasons. The second thing is we don't trust God. Yeah, that's you know, right. sometimes when I'm tempted to lie or or deceive or I just filed my taxes, sometimes I'm tempted to right. not claim something, you know, and 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 it's like, well, because I don't trust that God's gonna provide for me. Mm. Therefore, I need to cut a corner here to take care of myself. Right. And I realize it comes down to I just don't trust God when yes. I'm not being integrous, right? That He's the provider. He's going to look out for me, right? And then the third thing is we forget that we're accountable to God. Yes. That, man, one day we're going to stand before the Lord and give an account for every word and every deed done in the body. Scripture so says true. whether good or bad. And um, I think, you know, we live in a day and age where we don't like accountability. We don't like to believe that there's accountability. And if I can get away with it, then I, why yeah. not? Yes. But the reality is, the Scripture's pretty clear. We're all going to stand before the Lord and give account for every action. And so, you know, how do we live with integrity? we got to deny the flesh. Yes. Right? Yes, we got to right. trust God. When yeah. you're tempted to lie or cheat, no, I trust God. Right. If I do the right thing, even though it may hurt me in the short term, I know you're going to come through. Right? right, and then and then the third thing, we, we're going to stand before him. So, Lord, I'm accountable to you, even yes. though I may not get caught by men. Right. My boss may not catch me. The IRS may not right, catch right. me. My spouse may not catch me. Yeah. God, you see it all. Right. Therefore, ah, I better make the right choice, even if it's a hard choice. <laughs> you know, the thing is, God, He sees everything, and I like the fact that He's always exposing or revealing the truth because He loves us. Yes, and He doesn't want us to live Can't uh, keep a, going a shady kind yeah. of life where mm-hmm. we're not really being honest and truthful. So I just know I've been walking with God for a while. You think nobody knows. You think no one might know. But God loves you too much, and he's going to expose it because he loves you. And he's just that gracious, you know, yes, to do yes. that. But, but more importantly, it, it, don't hear this. And, and you know, when, you, yeah. when, we, when we talk about this in our groups as a guilt trip, That's kind right, of fear yeah. thing, really we should want to be integrous yeah. out of love. Right. Because we want people to see Jesus in us. Amen. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of times we use fear as a motivator, and fear is a powerful motivator, don't get me wrong. Right. But the be- better motivator is love. Yes. And if we really love our kids and we want them to see Jesus, then we got to live with integrity. Yes. If yes. we love our friends and our family and we want them to be in heaven with us, then we got to live with integrity. That's right. Far more than using fear as a motivator, let's use love as a motivator. And I think that's what Jesus is, is really saying here. And so, you know, you can look at these other two questions. Share about a time in your life where you chose to honor God by being honest and trustworthy, what happened and what did you learn from that experience? You might have a testimony where you chose to do the right thing even when it was hard and God showed up. Share that because somebody may need to hear that, hey, doing the right thing pays off, right? right, right. Sometimes we, we, we believe that lie, no good deed goes unpunished. You ever heard that? <laughs> and we think, you know, if, I, if I'm a good person, I, I'm, it, this doesn't work out well in the end. That's not true. No, no, no. You know, God loves to bless our integrity. So maybe you have a story, share that. If yes. someone in your group has a story about being integrous, share that. And uh, encourage one another that, hey, take the high road. It does work out in the yes, end. Yes, it does. I mean, not in the yeah. short term, but in the end, 
you know. Um, and coach, I think we have one uh, we shared about a, a couple in our church and their yeah, business. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know they they've been uh, you know been doing business for you know for twenty something years, but uh, they've always practiced in doing things uh, uh, not under the table, always being upfront and with the taxes and and God has always blessed them. They've grown from year to year. But the beautiful thing about it that uh, throughout the pandemic, when a lot of businesses were struggling. It seemed like God just began to bless them, and they went to a whole new level in the pandemic. And isn't it true that they were before, yes. earlier, yeah. paying people under the table, right, right. cutting corners, yeah. you know? But they once they decided they're going to do it to yeah. honor God, right. God prospered them. Right. The business right. basically yes, blew up yes. in a good way, right? Yeah. And I think, see, that's, that's super encouraging to me. Yeah. I remember hearing that story growing yeah. up in the church going, wow, yeah. God does see the integrity, and He yes. blesses that. Okay, I, I want that, as hard as that is. Yeah, but it doesn't happen right away. See, sure. People, yeah. if it's not happening, oh, no, let's, let's cut corners. No, yeah. stay true and faithful, because God will reward your faithfulness. Amen yeah. to that. And more importantly, people that see that that's right. yeah. go, wow. Okay, there's something good about you, yes. and and why, right? And <laughs> you can share the testimony, your testimony in the gospel, and then lastly, you know, share. Are you currently facing a situation where you must choose integrity? How can today's discussion help you to do so? And you know, maybe related to this question, where are you struggling? You know, oh, to right. do the right thing. All of us are. None of us were like, yeah, I want to do the the hard thing. You know, and like, no, we we want to do the easy way, the path of least resistance. But right. maybe you're struggling to do so. Share that, and then we'll pray for each other. Uh, at the end, but are you currently facing a situation where integrity is hard? The business world, man, is dog eat dog. You right. know, I just met with a uh, today someone who's in, in in politics, and man, I'm like, man, it's how are you holding it together right, right. in yeah. this dog eat dog, yes. literally, yeah. Yeah. world? And I'm just, it's hard. Yeah. But let's share about that so that we can encourage one yeah. another and pray for one another in that. Um, and make sure you do. Please make sure that you pray for one another in yes, this. Coach, any final thoughts before you know, we wrap I, it up? I just think a lot of times we have a hard time to have courage to do the right thing by ourselves. Mm. But, you know, I, I've been in small groups for, for many years now. I find that people have more courage when they realize they got a band of brothers or a band of sisters mm-hmm. standing with them to take that step of faith to do the right thing. So let's stand together, yes. you know, encourage each other through this weekend sermon, this discussion, pray for one another. As hard as it is to do the right thing, let's let's challenge each other to do so, so that, number one, we can experience God's blessing, yes. but number two, so that other people can see Jesus through us. Uh, thank you, leaders, for all of your hard work. Again, thank you for a stellar Easter, all of our sites and campuses. If it weren't for you, making Pearlside a place yes, where amen. people feel loved and cared for, we would not be the church that we are. So thank you, um, and uh, and let's continue to multiply our groups so that we can take care of the harvest that yes. we know God's going to send us. So thank you for all that you do. Have a great small group this week, and we'll see you again next week. God bless you all. God bless you.